I know it's been a crazy year, but when did we vote for Bill Gates, the New York Times, and China to rule over us? The Kate Daly Show starts now. This is the three deadliest pandemics of our time, HIV, XMRV, and SARS, all rolled into one shot. All you need is the spike protein, and it's that synthetic spike protein that is this deadly epidemics that affect 13 million Americans that Fauci and, and WHO, every level of our government, has covered up since since AIDS in the 80s and the true causes and the true solutions. So is this not the greatest crime ever committed against humanity? Billions injected, which they admit has the HIV spike protein, everything, injected with this Franken creature. Correct. But the answer is simple. Not another shot ever, and we can cure it with everything you're talking about today, and I am as well. If I get vaccinated, can I stop wearing a mask? CDC answer, nope. If I get vaccinated, will I be resistant to COVID? CDC answer, maybe, but probably not. If I get vaccinated, I won't be contagious to others, right? Answer, no, the vaccine does not stop transmission. If I get vaccinated, how long will the vaccine last? CDC answer, no one knows. Why? Because it's still in its experimental phases. If I get vaccinated, can I stop social distancing? No. So then what is the advantage of getting vaccinated? The answer from the CDC, hoping the virus won't kill you. Question. Are you sure the vaccine won't injure or kill me? CDC answer, no guarantees. Question, if statistically the virus has a 99.97 survival rate, why should I get vaccinated? CDC answer, to protect others. Question, so if I get vaccinated, I can protect everyone around me, right? CDC answer, no. Question. If I experience adverse effects from the vaccine, am I entitled to be compensated by the manufacturer or the government? CDC answer, absolutely not. You see, the government and the vaccine manufacturers have 100% zero liability. Why? Because according to the CDC, it's an experimental drug. I was Judy Mikovits and Alan, Alex Jones. I'm talking about the horrors of the shot. And then I love this guy talking about the questions that, uh, that everyone uh, should be talking about. Come on, you guys. Uh, and I know it's not you guys. I'm not talking to you. It's like preaching to the choir. But <laughs> the rest of America is losing its mind. And uh, I'm so grateful that you are tuned in. I just had quite the conversation with a man from Australia that lives next to the Wellcamp uh, COVID prison that they've just built. And it's scary. It's really scary. You'll have to catch it on podcast. It's, I'm, I don't even know what to say. I want to vomit right now. And I don't usually want to vomit this early on in the program. I mean, we just started the program today. Uh, welcome to the show, Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com or katedalyshow.com, either one. 
And also, I have Melissa on with me, and I'm really grateful because Melissa has a huge topic today that we're going to be talking about as far as the core of what is going on to to make some of these things happen, where we're all questioning why these are happening. So this is going to be so intriguing for all of you. And the other thing is uh, Susan. When Susan comes on in the final hour of the show today, the dropped bombshell yesterday was what they changed in the PREP Act to allow the Kevorkian protocol to go on at the hospitals. You have got to hear it because it talks about the money stream, too. You have got to hear this. It's huge. So two enormously huge hours. What can I say? Huge hours on the show today. And, of course, we'll try to take some call-ins. I do want Melissa to kind of get to these core issues first. Um, and then maybe in the next segment I'll take some call-ins. But, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to say sometimes. It, it gets that it gets that sickening Um to know where we're at in the scheme of things and how quickly it can turn and how quickly this camp just showed up in this very conservative area of Australia. These camps, as we know, we've always been hearing about FEMA camps, but my gosh, you guys, this is so frightening. I mean, talk about real fear. Now, this is real fear as opposed to the made-up fear by um, little Hitler man and his crew. So, so Melissa, on that cheery note... <laughs> Yeah, I, Sorry, wish I, I had did. something more God. cheerful myself to say, oh, but I'm guys, afraid I don't. I want Xanax in huge quantities. <laughs> I don't even, I can't, it's just hard to deal with this all day, every day. I, I don't, I, I don't want to do jump off a bridge radio, but if we don't understand from these people how to stop this stuff and like what you're going to talk about today, if we don't understand how to get it at its core, it's like surgery. If you don't know where that problem exists, you can't cut it out, right? And so we have got to get to the point where we know what's going on, and it's going to suck because it's going to suck hearing about all this. Ugh. Well, I, I, I really hope today that I can, and, and it's come from within my own conversations in my own family with people that I know. I hope I can maybe poke a hole in the the kind of denial that we're all living in that this really isn't happening, that there is a, some out there, some normal that we're going to go back to someday. Well, I do have some piece of good news. Texas can't perform um, abortions over six weeks, apparently now. And so that's great news. And I'm, I'm vehemently pro-life. I'm to the, I'm a hardcore pro-lifer. I mean, I don't believe in abortion in any regard or any stance. So um, I just, I'm grateful for that. There are glimmers of hope, but this is going to be very educational because we need to know how this works. It's a network thing. And, it, and, it, and, and this network is very good at changing things systematically. Right. So I picked up a book written by Vaclav Havel, um, who was a, he was, he started out his, his life and career as a poet and a playwright um, inside the, the, inside Czechoslovakia when it was still a Soviet bloc country. Mm -hmm. um, through, through his life, he became a writer and he wrote a book called The Power of the Powerless, um, after which this book was published and it, by the way, it, it was handed off to the solidarity people in Poland and they published it. But after its publication, Havel went to, to jail for four years for being a dissident. Um, after the Soviet bloc fell, he was ultimately elected to be the president of the Czech Republic. Okay. Maybe some maybe some people remember hearing about him, but he has some very insightful and interesting things to say 
about living inside a system in which there really are no freedoms. And to be totally honest with you, as I was reading this book, it was kind of shocking to me how many of his pillars and um, guideposts we are seeing happening here. Right. And having read this, I have come to the conclusion, I'll, I'll, I'll spring it, here's the end of the story first. We are no longer a democratic republic. We have now become, thanks to COVID, we have now become, a, here we go, this is the, the phrase of the day, a techno-bureaucratic totalitarianism. totalitarianism. Yeah. So what does that mean? So here's what it means. In, in, we, we know what totalitarianism is, when the, the government controls everything, or a dictatorship. You know, we all think, oh, that's like Hitler. He yeah. controlled everybody, controlled everything, or Stalin, or Mao, or whoever. But what Havel was living in was not Hitler's Germany. It wasn't even Stalin's Russia. He was living in a little bureaucratic state satellite of the great Soviet empire. Okay. And so he sees things in a different way. And it's fascinating what he says about that little bureaucratic state. For one, he says, um, they became alienated from the system that spawned them, mm-hmm. meaning the the Marxist revolutions, maybe they had, you know, maybe those Marxist revolutionaries early on had some things historically to say about oppression or treatment of workers, whatever. But as time went on in Czechoslovakia, they were no longer about that, and it didn't matter. It All that mattered was the system and maintaining the system. There was no dictator in charge. The system took charge. And wow. so even though one guy would come or go, or even in, in your local town, the, the little so you know, the little communist party mm-hmm. guy comes or goes, that was irrelevant. The system itself, once established, was primed for its own perpetuation. Hmm. So it was impossible in many regards for people in those Eastern Bloc countries to break free from that. What I, and as I'm reading his book, I'm thinking about where we are in our country and have we developed now a system of bureaucratic control that is going to be almost impossible for us to break free from either. I sure hope and you have some good news. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I really don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks. Because listen, oh. we, uh, you know, as I, I'm fighting in my local right. community, right. what can we do about our school board? What can we do about our health commission? You know, what can we do about the CDC? What, whether we're talking national issues, whether we're talking local issues, what can we do? You know what, our, in the county that I live in, uh-huh. and I suspect in many counties, the health commissioner is totally untouchable. Hmm. He's not elected. Right. He is not. He does not need to be responsive right. to the will of the people. I can send him a million letters and say, I think what you're doing is bad or wrong. And it does not phase him, does not touch him. He does not care. And right now in my particular county, the guy who appointed him is not running for re-election, so he doesn't care either. Jeez. Yeah, you're these, right, though. These, 
these little bureaucrats become untouchable. Is Fauci untouchable? Fauci is the little Hitler of the CDC, right. and he is untouchable. He's a bureaucrat, and he's untouchable. Think about the, the deep state players in the FBI. They're untouchable. Wow. Because the bureaucracy mm -hmm. is so dense no, and right. self-perpetuating. Right. I can remove, you know, we could remove our little local health commissioner, but he's going to be replaced by another guy or gal just like him. Jeez. Uh, so <laughs> I said this. I said this a while ago. We we talked about bureaucracy a while ago on the on the show, and I'm going to say it again because it bears repeating. Until we confront the bureaucratic system in this country, we cannot restore the republic. No, you're right. You're right. Um, we're going to come right back. We're going to come right back. Kate Daly show more with Melissa, who joins me every Wednesday. Followed by Susan, who joins me every Wednesday. These ladies are wonderful and do so much for the show and bring so much to light. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. We hadn't even heard of your product. Our mm. son called us and said, you two need to be using this. And, oh, I love it. It really seems to be helping. My energy levels are not always great, but for the last couple of months, it seems to be improving. But it was really strange because our son doesn't recommend a lot of products to us. He's not like that with us. He says, you're my parents. I'm not yours. I'm not telling you what to do. But with this one, he said, no, I think you really need to do this. <laughs> and our son was right. We need to be doing this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. you need a What Melissa is talking about is usually all done under the guise of helping. They're helping. Don't you love it? Don't you love being helped and made safe and all of these wonderful things? And this is why nobody catches it. This is why nobody seems to think about what's actually happening to us. Um, fundamentally, through the through the bureaucrats, um, through the bureaucracies that exist, is that it's all about helping. They're helping, right? Um, I can help Billy Swan. That's an oldie but goodie. So welcome back to the show. And of course, uh, get over to MyPillow.com. Uh, they're doing some wonderful things over there. They're really helping. And they're really trying to get the word out on the election, uh, the status of our very, very, very fraudulent election that was very, very, very obvious. And so Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, is using his own money to do it. Help him. Help this show. You can help this show so much. 
by just ordering wonderful products for Christmas. So you get Christmas products, right, for your family, because I think there's going to be shortages coming. Get them now. So you got, you got products for your family, and then you're getting wonderful, the, the best sheets you've ever owned, the best towels, fluffy towels that absorb water so well. I mean, amazing products that wash well and are the best quality. They're on sale for 66% off when you use my name at MyPillow.com. You use the code word Kate. But you got to use Kate to help the show and help Mike. And then, um, and then you get these great products, and then... Isn't that wonderful? Like you get to help the show and you get something out of it. That's truly amazing. So make sure that you're doing that. Uh, please go to MyPillow.com. You get the 66% off, which he's never done before. The most I think he's ever done is like 40%. This is 66% off. Take advantage of it. Please help the show. And uh, and put in the code Kate. MyPillow.com, code Kate. You'll love the products. Okay, Melissa. There you go. You got the floor. Okay. Well, I want to kind of, now that we've kind of laid the foundation for all of this, mm -hmm. the question that has come up again and again and again in my family is, why are people believing all of this? Right. I don't understand. Why yeah. do they do this? Why do they just fall in line? Why, you know, how many, how many experts have to testify? How many people have to die? How many... How many mask studies do we have to read? How many have to be presented before people will open up their eyes? And we talked a while ago about mass psychosis. I think mm -hmm. that's one of it. But here's, here's how mass psychosis happens. And I think this is really important, too. Um, this is from, from Havel, from Vaclav Havel. Okay. He says, in an era when metaphysical and existential cer certainties are in a state of crisis... When people are being alienated and losing their sense of what the world means, the ideology inevitably has a certain hypnotic charm. Right. So that means when we when we start to feel anxious as a people, when and and trust me, I believe that the bureaucrats created the fear. They created the anxiety. It was amplified. It was magnified by a complicit media, and it made people very uneasy. You know, talk about existential crisis. Will you know how dangerous is this going to be? How bad are we going to suffer? How sick are we going to become? But once you drink the Kool-Aid, all that cognitive dissonance goes away. Yeah. As soon as you accept it, you become secure. And you become invested in the ideology now. Um, so everything becomes clear. Life takes on meaning. Now your job, little citizen, is to go out there and convert the, the non-compliant and if you do that, you'll be a good citizen and you'll be rewarded by the state. Right. So um, Havel goes on to say, what is the price of living in that kind of a gilded cage? The price is that you have to abdicate your own conscience and your own reasoning. Mm. That's why it's psychotic. Right. Because you just give it up. You say, I trust the government. I trust the CDC. Even though these people have a track record of having lied in the past, we can go back to MK Ultra and start there. We can bring it forward. I mean, Tuskegee experiments, why should we believe them? These people do not have a track record of telling people the truth. But once you have accepted the ideology that this, you know, I'm, I'm so afraid, I'm so, I'm so uneasy, 
it becomes so much easier. How many vaccinated people do you know who are just like, yeah, I'm not worried about it anymore. I'm fine. I'm not, it's not going to bother me now. Right. You know, they're, they're, they think they're free from illness. They think they're exempt from, you know, they can go get their vaccine passport and they're going to still go to the ball game. They're going to go to the movie. They're going to go out to a restaurant or go to a fitness club. So suddenly it buys them a free pass. Right. Yeah, you're right. It's what invests them in the bureaucratic ideology, and it's bad. So Havel, actually, he gives an example that I think is very instructive. He talks, now, this is kind of Cold War-y, and we need to think beyond the Cold War. Okay. But I'm going to give you his Cold War example, and then maybe we can translate it. Okay. He starts out by saying, so there's a grocer. And he puts a sign up in his window that says, Workers of the World Unite. Mm -hmm. Okay, because we're talking in Czechoslovakia, these are the Marxists, right? That's their ideology. He says, they're going to put the sign up that says, Workers of the World Unite. And he says, most of the people who put a sign up like that in their window, they never really think about the slogan. They don't even care about the slogan. Does the little grocer, does he have a plan for the workers of the world to unite? Is he going to go out and help the cause? Mm. Why does he put the sign in the window? Right. He puts the sign in there partly because everyone else is doing it. And one of the greatest motivators for people, we don't want to be cut from the herd. We want to be part of the the crowd, you know, we're pack animals. So I'm going to put the sign up in my window because everybody else is doing it, but I don't really care about the issue. I'm doing it because everybody else is. That's one reason. The second reason is to refuse to do it means trouble. Now think about it in, in the Soviet bloc, you know what you're risking. You're risking, you know, secret police and why aren't you a good comrade, all that stuff. But there's a recognition inside the person. Sometimes you just have to do things to get along. (laughs) Put the mask on. Just do it. I've said it myself to my kids in college. Yeah. Just put it on. You know what? You're protecting other people. (laughs) Does anyone really know that? No, we aren't protecting anyone else. (laughs) It's like the biggest lie. saying that. (laughs) They don't really, they're not invested. It's a workers of the world unite slogan. Right. Put the mask on because you love other people. Put the mask on, take the vaccine because you're a good citizen, because you're protecting other people. These are slogans. And none of us really believe them. Mm -hmm. None of us are invested in them. However, what we are invested in is making our own life easier. Yep. Yep. I don't want to, I don't want to have to explain that to my friends and neighbors why I'm not doing it. Because now suddenly, now the pressure of the group comes to bear on me and, and in the Soviet bloc and worse. And perhaps here, you know, in Australia and worse and maybe here and worse. Okay, so (laughs) put the sign in the window. Mm -hmm. Next time you're walking down the street, next time you go to the grocery store and you see that sign in the window, what they're really saying is, 
I'm obedient, therefore I have a right to be left in peace. Right. But what what person would actually put up a true statement of what they think? So we're talking about truth. Everybody's all about we got to be we got to deal with the truth of COVID. Mm-hmm. So how about we put signs up in the window that says I don't know what's going on and I don't really even care, but I'm putting this sign up because I just want to be left alone. There you go. Who would do that? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They won't. I mean, I don't even think people think in those terms. I don't think we even think about doing that. No one. Now, that may be the the truth of the matter. But there are two truths at stake here. The first truth is I want my life to go easier. Mm -hmm. And that's what the signage means. Yeah, that's the truth. And we have to learn how to see it. You're right. First, you're right. The real truth behind it is I'm afraid and I'm signaling to everybody that I am unquestioningly obedient. It's the truth. Which yeah, truth right. are you going to pick? You're right. You're right. Which way do you want? Which pathway do you want to walk down? Oh, there's so much cognitive dissonance well, in all. Of this. I think so, but you know what? I think you're probably giving people ideas too to actually to see through it enough to change it. You know, sometimes we just don't think about some of the most obvious answers, right? Like. If people started flying Chinese flags or Nazi flags, maybe that would wake people up. If we, if we, if we start to kind of couch things in different terms and 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 get people, it's a kind of, okay. It's like the statue thing, you know. When they tear down a statue, put ten more up on private property that they can't touch. It's like it's like we don't we're not used to being in the offense. We're not used to seeing it this way. So so I love what you're bringing up because I think that. As devastating as that news is, on the other side of it, if we can wake, and I hate the term wake people up because it's just getting so overused now, but if we can get people to think about the things that will affect others and then not be afraid to be away from the herd, (laughs) if we could start seeing it like that, I'm going to start mooing, I swear, (laughs) Um, then we we can change it. But we can't change it unless we start to identify it, get educated about it, and then start to get very creative about how we're going to deal with it. And what you just brought up was something extremely creative. And I love that, Melissa, because that's the how we're going to get out of this. It's not going to be wenching about it. It's going to be getting creative about it. Well, you know, don't don't credit me with that. This is Vaclav Havel said this. Right. And keep in mind, he went to jail for saying it. Because when the, the ideology is does not like to be challenged, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, for me, the, the conversations you and I have had over the last couple of weeks kind of all are coming together in my head in one place. We talked about this is like an inquisition and there, there can be no heresy. And that's how the that's how the, the ideology works. That's how the bureaucracy works. The bureaucracy cannot allow questioning. It cannot allow any of that. It cannot allow heresy or it collapses. Mm. So, I mean, if you think about people who challenged (laughs) the Inquisition. Right, right. They didn't meet a good end. But eventually people began to wake up. You, you just can't be in denial forever about human nature and the way people are and whatever. 
I love this quote. This is a quote from Alexander Solzhenitsyn, another guy who actually knew these systems from the inside. He said, we know that they are lying. They know that they are lying. They know that we know that they are lying. We know that they know that we know that they are lying and still they lie. Isn't that the truth? And these are the scumbags everybody wants to get a shot from and they trust. Ah, We're going to come right back. We're going to come right back. Keep that thought, Melissa. We're going to come right back. Kate Daly Show. Melissa's with me every Wednesday. Has been for years. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling on down the sand and you never knew. You never knew that it would be for other reasons, huh? Uh, I feel I feel like this song, I swear to you. Uh, we don't realize the prison we're putting ourselves in as we watch what, ha- what is going on with our country right now. We just don't realize it, I don't think, and it won't be until it's too late. Um, and I think, actually, I remember saying this on Facebook a long time ago, that um, there are people out there that you could bind their hands and feet, you know, together and lead them off to a camp. And they will be thanking you for keeping them safe from their arms and hands, right? From their hands and feet. Um, that's how bad it is. That's how bad the brainwashing is. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Happy to have you. And then also... I just wanted to uh, say that one of the greatest sponsors I have is um, balanceofnature.com, and I would urge you to get this product. Uh, They help this show. They are amazing, and I stand by this product because we take it at home and because I've seen such wonderful effects from this product. I have friends on this product for 20 years. They won't go without it. Balanceofnature.com, code word Kate, gets you 35% off and free shipping, K-A-T-E, very simple. 
And uh, this is a good product. 31 fruits and vegetables a day. And it is a foundation product for your body's immune system. I cannot recommend it higher, highly enough. I mean, I just can't. It's all the photo, phytonutrients. It's just amazing. So go to balanceofnature.com and get that product. You'll, you'll love it. Um, and they're so wonderful to the show, too, and such a partner. And I really appreciate all that they do. Um, okay, so I just wanted to me- <laughs> I just wanted to mention I've reached out to people in Afghanistan, in Kabul, to um, to come on the show. And I will be having a uh, an owner of a small business over there um, talk to us about how they see things, what's going on, because we've been, you know, there, there's a part of me that says Afghanistan and... Uh, and I say that because every time the media goes after after emotion, hardcore, and after and and showcasing parts of stories, there's always a manipulation behind that. And so I want to see what the manipulation what the manipulation is all about. So we're going to just go straight to Afghanistan and talk to some folks on the floor, and and just say, okay, what's what's going on here? And uh, and just like we did with today with Australia, I want to talk to people that are on the ground and get their get their uh, sight sight on it. So. We'll be doing that this week, too. And Karen Kingston on the show and uh, all kinds of guests you won't believe coming on the show in the next two weeks, too. Um, like Dr. David Martin, you know, all the kinds of all kinds of guests. So go to katedallyradio.com, support the show, and um, we need it because we're not corporate-owned. And then also take those sound clouds. And there's some wonderful things on band.video. Um, you can find the Alex Jones show there where I interviewed Karen and I interviewed the fireman, uh, John Knox, and those videos are there too that you can share. All right, Susan. I mean, sorry, Melissa. Blah. Can you tell it's been a long night and day? Uh, sorry, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Susan's on after you, and yeah. I, I know this in my head, but anyway, whatever. That's um, okay. Yeah, so keep going. I, I cannot wait to hear. And also, do you want to take a phone call? Let's take a, let's take a quick phone call. Hi, caller. Welcome sure. to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, I'd just like to comment on the fact that uh, we still live under the misconception that we can change things through government. We are economically controlled 100%. It's not about government. So we're going cashless real fast here. And we don't, they don't need to take our guns away. Everything will be electronic. You step out of line, cut off your account, you'll, you'll turn in your guns to eat or to get a job. Yeah. So people need to wake up to the fact that it's central banks, what have you. They need to research their history, the Federal Reserve, what have you. And I'm going to comment again. Recession is the only option. It will work. That's how this country started. Americans aren't going to attack Americans. Americans will have guns. They'll have, you know, the people that are liberty-minded will move to those states, and we can start over again. It's the only option because we are totally free. Thank you. Really appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Heartfelt. All right. Melissa. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm going to read it's a little it's a little lengthy not mm-hmm. too lengthy but i want you to do go through his checklist here how many of these things are happening in our world now he vaclav havel was describing how the totalitarian state operates how many of these things are we seeing in the united states right now so he calls the the post totalitarian system. I called it the bureaucratic totalitarian system. Mm-hmm. Touches people at every step, but it does so with its ideological gloves on. This is why life in the system is so thoroughly permeated with hypocrisy and lies. Government by bureaucracy is called popular government. The working class is enslaved in the name of the working class. 
The complete degradation of the individual is presented as his or her ultimate liberation. Depriving people of information is called making it available. Expansion of imperial influence is presented as support for the oppressed. The lack of free expression becomes the highest form of freedom. Farcical elections become the highest form of democracy. Banning independent thought becomes the most scientific of worldviews. Military occupation becomes fraternal assistance. Because the regime is captive to its own lies, it must falsify everything. It falsifies the past. It falsifies the present. It falsifies the future. It falsifies statistics. It pretends not to possess an omnipotent and unbridled police apparatus. It pretends to respect human rights. It pretends to persecute no one. It pretends to fear nothing. It pretends to pretend nothing. Individuals need not believe all these mystifications, but they must behave as though they did, or they must at least tolerate them in silence or get along well with those who work with them. For this reason, however, they must learn to live within a lie. They need not accept the lie. It's enough for them to have accepted their life with it and in it. For by this very fact, individuals confirm the system, fulfill the system, make the system, are the system. Wow. How many of those, how many of those things have we, are we seeing in our world yeah. right now? Right. He, he pretty much nailed it right down yeah, the line. Right. No, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. And I, I hope people realize that they're not alone. Black isn't white and white isn't black. Up isn't down and down isn't up. And that's what they're trying to sell us on. And, and you're not crazy. And so many people, so many people understand what's going on. And, you know, when I posted the video about uh, what happened to us, uh, my husband, I say us because we have a shared life. <laughs> you know, what happens to him happens to me. We're married. And, uh, and when I talked about, when I, when I put up the video on this, and YouTube has a lot more may, maybe like liberal brainwashed people. And then we have Rumble, right? And it's on both. And the, the interesting thing was 90% of the comments coming in totally got what I was saying. The, there was only about maybe 10% that didn't. And I'll tell you what, you have way more people who understand what's going on in society than you think do. But I'm going to bring on, uh, let's bring on Harold, sh shall we? Because I really want to, I want to hear, this is the gentleman who wrote the book um, about leaving um, uh, East Germany, uh, the very communist East Germany, and, uh, and living through that. Uh, hi, Harold, how are you? Hi. Hi. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm living the dream, right? Oh, no, it's a nightmare. Oh, my gosh, you're back in it. You're back in East Germany. I mean, I bet you're just sitting there. I'm, Melissa and I were just talking about that, too. I bet you're just sitting there just, you, you just, it's unbelievable what's happening here in this country after living in I East can, Germany. I, yeah. You know, I, I, I think there was a movie uh, several years ago, many years ago. It was called Ground Up Day or so. Well, Groundhog Day, I, yes, yes. Yeah, I feel like this, right? Oh, jeez. Um, and what you just read there, I, I, I didn't catch where, where it came from, but what you just read is exactly how East Germany worked. People, people made the lie their life, even though they didn't believe it. The vast majority didn't believe the lie. But 
they had no chance, or let's say they were not willing to pay the price freedom requires. Freedom is not free. Most people have completely forgotten that here in states. Their freedom is not free, and they already lost it years and years ago because they were fed and complacent and lazy and uh, elected people who they thought, yeah, they will do it. That's the point. Oh, I just, it makes my heart sick because as you grew up in this and you saw this firsthand and lived through it, you still could go to sleep at night and know there was a place far away that wasn't doing this. If this happens here, we don't even have that. Yes, it's over. That was the last country where there was at least a sliver of hope. And that is gone. Um, you know, when, when we came over to the States in 2005, we saw at least there is a place where it is uh, possible and worth to, to fight for, mm-hmm. to, to stay in the line and say, hey, guys, let's do this. When I started to speak out in 2009, that was my, that was my encouragement. There is, this is a country where it is worth to fight about. Right. And, and, and to, keep, to keep at least a little bit freedom what we have and then try to regain what the Constitution secured us on God-given rights. Yeah. But it, it just didn't happen because I think the foremost, most and foremost problem is that too many people pretend to be Christian, mm-hmm. living a life as Christians, and are not. Yeah, we like the luxury of it. We just don't want to. We don't want to realize. Right. Yeah, what, that, that you have to. That you have to actually back it up and and stand for it and fight for it continuously. Kind of like our liberty. Yeah. Or we we like the, yeah. we we just like to enjoy it. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. yeah. And, and as I as I said so many times, when I first time went to a council meeting here in our township, and I walked in that room and there was nobody there. I thought I was in the wrong room. So I asked these guys sitting behind the desks there, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I want to be at that meeting. Uh, can you tell me what it is? And they said, it's right here. And I, I turned around and I said, there's nobody here. And they said, yeah, that's normal. And then, you, and then you wonder why these people decide to squander your money for pipe dreams. This is where it starts. Yeah. At, at your local area. If you if you have a mess at your local area, don't run to Washington to change the mess there. Don't do it. Yeah. Thank you very much, Harold. Really appreciate your call. Uh, thank you so much, Melissa. Jeez. Yeah. I I I want to kind of leave people with something. I don't want to just be the bearer of bad news and then walk away. And Because I need it, too. I need to feel like there's something I can do. Mm-hmm. There has never been a time more important for us to reach out to our families, to our children, and take a long, hard, hard, very objective look at our founders, at the revolution, at what it took for them to stand up against tyranny at what they put on the line for that, a long, hard look at our founding documents. Mm-hmm. Where is the source of the power come from? Right. Where did they see our rights coming from? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the shortcut. They can't. 
the founder said these are rights that come from God. And if we don't begin to turn the country, and that starts in our own homes, to turn our hearts back to God in a movement of national repentance— you know, I think God is just going to say, I'm done with you. Yeah. You know, what What can I do? Right. Everybody's going, where's God in this? And I'm going, we've we've outed him. We <laughs> we are holding fast to go- love of government, trust in government, no faith. I don't see any faith anywhere. All churches. I don't no. I'm not I don't see an ounce of it. Even my own right now. They are having a hard time with faith. And uh, and then, of course, we're worshiping the almighty dollar and our jobs because they give us the comforts. We're worshiping all of these things. This is why the idols commandment is so important. <laughs> Good grief. We're in this find, right now. You know, find inspiring right. stories of courage and people who stood their ground and start reading them to your children. Yep. I agree and reading you. them for yourself. And I need to do that every them. day. Prepare them with how to get through all this and not not just despair, but like you said, motivate them, prepare them. I can't imagine sending somebody into battle and not preparing them the least bit because everybody wants to put their head in the sand and make sure that their kids are having this nice cushy little life well get them out of the bubble prepare them in love and you know ask for god's help in that because i'm telling you we have got to prepare this generation coming up for what they're what they're going to get oh my gosh and how to fight it begin begin to think out of the box how do we begin to poke Uh, the bureaucracy yes 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 thank you melissa be faithful well anyway i was gonna say be faithful be fearless i say at the end of every show but that would be after the next hour thank you it feels like a whole show i need a nap i need a nap be right back with susan you're not going to want to miss this the big bombshell the bombshell be right back 